Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Ben Davis. Yes, four minutes past ten. The Arctic blast has come in. The Telstra outage has come in, but we are tackling it head on this morning. 13 13 55 0467 736 736. Uh, thank you for everyone who did test the lines to make sure they did work. Yes, we were inundated, which is brilliant. Um, we will get to your calls very, very shortly indeed. Coming up this hour, the man behind our newest world record, and get that world record and times it by two. He is unbelievable at what he does. Oh, oh Seb, Seb likes this one. He starts it down the left side at 226.9. got to hang is, on there. Look at how high he hit it. Yeah, that wind's really taking it. Is it going to stay in play? It looks like it's going to stay in play. Did the 22-year-old rookie win it? Or did the veteran Josh Koch take it down? And he won! Sebastian Twiddell. Ozzy. 417. Wow, Seb Twiddell, man. Heck of a tournament. Brings it home to the land down under. Yes, he did. What what exactly did he bring home to the land down under? We'll stick around and find out this hour. Unbelievable. A new world record holder as well as our latest tournament winner as well. But right now, time for this. Go Lions. Hashtag 2023 Grand Finals. Fresh from Friday night in Melbourne, the Lions and Carlton. It was a grudge match for the Mitch Robinson (laughs) Trophy, the Mitch Robinson Cup, the Mitch Robinson Showdown. Medal. The Mitch Robinson Medal. Robbo, morning to you. I'm not fresh. I think I'm still hungover. Really? My age, I'm 33 now, turning 34 in a month. I Mm. can't recover at all. Like, literally, I was in the terminal at the gate, and I was, like, in the next morning. So I was just sitting there, and I fell asleep, and I was like – calling my name out of the PA, and I was like to the lady, I'm just sitting right there. Can't you just open your eyes? So I nearly missed my flight, and I was there on time and everything. But, oh, two days post on Sunday, I was like, oh, I've got to edit this vlog. I've got to put it out. And I was like, oh. But today I'm on my green – oh, what do you got in that tea? The cup of tea? Yeah, green, green yeah, tea. Yeah, kind of green tea stuff, yeah. but it's like with yeah. ice and water. So – I'm feeling good today. Ready to go. Rob on Dover's show. Let's get into it. What do we got for me, mate? We've got an hour together. We, we, and Brayden, not we, happy. Oh, why? What's wrong with the Hoff? No, well, mate, like, I'm usually, I usually get swiped in. Oh, you And I was like, hey, the- hey I'm, I'm here. I'm downstairs. A couple of us get swiped in. We're in the valley. Like, this is not the easiest streets to find a park. But we got one. Okay. <laughs> so if you want me back next week, no we're, mucking around. We're, we're here. Oh, we'll, we'll get we'll get the car sent around, shall we? The, the valet, get James to pick uh, you up, shall we? we um, look, one of the big talking points this morning, Robert. Actually, let me ask you this straight up: Have you ever been booed on the? <laughs> f- <laughs> what? What's Is this a sarcastic question? No. You've not been to a game that I've played in. Yes. Have I been booed? <laughs> oh, I've been to games at the Gabba. And I've been moved by my fans. I know that. I know how. Well, Robert's kicked out in the full again. <laughs> what no, do you? I what, have been booed. Yeah. Okay. Did you? How did you take it? Um. Well, my personal scenario is like so. I expect to get booed. 
because uh, the way I play my footy, um, I'm, I'm antagonist at its finest degree. Yeah. Uh, I like to get under people's skin, like to hit bodies. Um, so I expect to get booed. Where as obviously the massive talking point with Buddy Franklin the weekend is just out of the blue. But in saying that, I know Sydney Swans, and I think it was like five years ago. I reckon they lost six in a row. Again, they got bashed up against the Blues and they came out the next week against us and put me in the, in the target. And even before the bounce, I go, oh, we've been told you're going to have a hard day today and end up getting literally hit off the ball, bashed up. Um, and that was a surprise to me because I didn't expect that. So I reacted poorly. So I know that the coaching staff and the players would have spoken about during the week in, in, the, in the Sydney four walls and they would have gone, look, Dacos isn't getting a free touch today. And the whole team was involved. They went after him. And that's what brought the crowd into it, I reckon. Now, we, we can all obviously talk about, you know, is, does this have racial connotations to it? And the best thing about it, the AFL has come out straight away and said, no, nah, this isn't on. But in saying that, we... If do you, do if, you think it does? No, I don't think it does. No, good. I don't think it does. <laughs> because that's what I'm saying. The, the, the crowd got into it when Dacos was getting thrown around. Yeah. And, and I'm sure Papley would have got booed. Agree? Yeah. And their stars would have got booed when they're going for set shots or whatnot. So that's the thing that I was like, oh, okay, we don't want to Adam Goodsting again. And we have come so far as a community, a football um, supporters have come so far since that. There's obviously going to be a few bad eggs in there. Um, as you see, like a lot of people getting kicked out of games recently and mm. obviously on social media and whatnot with racial connotations to what they're saying. And, and it's just, that's absolutely appalling and that kind of stuff. But I think that's a big game. There's so much emotion in it, and they're going to boo some players. I just think it's such a big stretch to you, to, to bring to bring skin yeah. colour into this into into this incident yeah. uh, instance. If you're a player getting booed, I'd wear that as a badge of honour. Well, I did. I I used to feed off it, and a lot of players do. Um, and with this with this buddy one, if this happens three weeks in a row, and it's whole different mood. Like I, was, I went to my first game on the weekend as a fan. There was players getting booed, sworn at, probably 95% of the game. Um, Are you shocked? Nah, because I hear it when I'm playing. <laughs> so, and I was into the, my own, I was into the Lions boys having a crack at them too. So they, uh, they love that. But in saying that, like, I, I don't think it had any racials behind that. Um, so I understand, like, the AFL coming out and saying, look, we've, this could be an Adam Goods type scenario. We don't want this. So that's why they've come out and Collingwood have come out and apologised. But you can't stop fans from booing. Hmm. But if this goes on for a few weeks and it's buddies, singularly buddy, buddy, then it's absolutely bullcrap and you want to stamp it out ASAP. So you can't tell fans that they can't emotionally invest in the game. Um, if you're in the crowd and you feel – like you feel why you're booing. So you ask any Collingwood supporter or whoever it may be on the weekend and say, why are we guys booing? Yeah. And they'll probably tell you what I just said. There's a lot of emotion in the game. All the Swanee boys went after Dacos, their little love child they have at the moment, and they kind of get invested in the game. So – yeah, I, I think it's blown out of proportion. But if this happens regularly for Buddy, specifically just Buddy, yeah, then yeah, it's absolutely the, what what we need to think about. You, you've made a really good point, um, Collingwood fans. I, I'd love to hear from you. I know I had a crack earlier about you know just booing and, and you know, pull, oh, they're but, crazy. Pull both their heads in and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's part of the banter, right? It's part of yeah. the theatre. Um, Terry has jumped on the line. Uh, he's at a Karina Heights. Terry, good morning to you. What are you doing this fine Tuesday morning? I'm actually out doing a long walk. <laughs> oh, nice one. Nice one. Are you listening yeah. on the app then, are you? Yes, I am, yes. Good man. Good uh, thanks man. for taking the call. Thank um, you for making it. I've been to many Lions games at the Gabba there, and uh, I'm not picking on Collingwood or Collingwood supporters, but 
for some reason, I think some of the moron ones always seem to know where I sit, no matter where I sit on the ground. Shouldn't sit in the cheese squad. Uh, they, they come there, they take the jacket off and got their jersey all displayed, and they, they start off at the booing, but after a few beers, etc., then the language goes bad. Yeah. Uh, and even the ref cop, uh, the umpires cop, but, you know, um, it's not just the, the Lions players, they, they give it to the umpires as well. Mm. And if some of the crowd turn around and give them a bit of a, hey, kid, there's kids here, you know, they either get abused or they, they just go quiet for 10 minutes and then, then they start up again. <laughs> it always seems to be the Collingwood games. I, I, I haven't gone to any Collingwood games in the last couple of years because of that. <laughs> oh, so that, that, that steers you away from going to the big clash. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I don't want to hear. I don't it's want uncomfortable, to hear isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. And I, as I said, I don't know how they find out where I sit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Terry, there's so many of them. Them and the Richmond fans. That they're, I'm mean, not saying Richmond fans are in the same boat yes, as Collingwood fans, but yeah, they're, they're, the big there's four, so many the big of them. Four, like the most... You've got to think they're the most passionate supporters in, in the country as well. Yeah. And, and if you go to... Yeah. Like, I've been like abused. This is the first time in my career I was abused for for the entirety of the game from a Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide supporters. So, like, I'm not oh, just right. saying it's just Victorian. Like, these guys on the boundary were into me for the whole game. And we were pumping port as well. And they did not care. They, were, they made it my, their target to have a go at me. Kick a couple of goals and got best one of the best on players. So, thanks to them. But, mate, like, it's it's not just Collingwood supporters. It's it's the Australian <laughs> sporting fans. Like, they're passionate, especially with footy. When if you get a few cascade courages in your belly, you're going to come out. Of, in a, in a, when you're in a little bit of a – if you're in a little bit of a section with a few of your mates, oh, mate. Terry, good on you. Thank you for the call this Thanks, morning. Thanks, Terry. Uh, you know what? That's I reckon there's a life rule in, in for, for me anyway, and it's it's around cringeworthiness, cringeworthy yeah. moments. If you either produce them or you're part of them, you just don't want that. You don't want to be cringeworthy. Being around vocal fans who then start dropping the magic and and the, mm-hmm. the words around the kids yeah, that makes everyone uncomfortable, and that's that's cringeworthy. Yeah, that's when you need to draw a line. But but booing for me is part of the game, and yeah. and. and I know you would have been listening, right, from 9 o'clock when I came on, but no, no. I, I just said booing has been part of entertainment, and that's what sport is. Yeah. I mean, look, SEN, Sports Entertainment Network, that's what we do. That's what you do. It is the entertainment business. Yeah. Entertainment from back when they were throwing people to the lions at the Coliseum. Oh, yeah, in times, yeah To um, Shakespeare with pantomimes, right? <laughs> no, the villain. <laughs> and the crowd would boo them. Yeah. He's behind you. Yeah, He's behind yeah, yeah. you. You know, it, it's, it's just a modern-day version of that yeah. because every hero needs a villain. Yeah, 100%. But I think that's also where John Longmire, or John Longmire, whatever his name is, horse, big horse, horse yeah. he came out and was like, I don't understand. And that's where... Sydney coach. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sydney Swans coach. So that's where it comes into, look, we let, we let a boo champions of the game. Like, what's wrong with that? But if it's, if it's singly targeted at someone and it's for a, a few weeks when it makes no sense, then... There's probably some different type of connotations behind that. Well, sorry, but in the game, yeah, it was Sydney Swans' fault. Let's be honest, because they went after Dacos. Yeah, hundred percent. There you go. Why the hell are they going to boo for everyone? They would have booed fourteen of their players. Swans host Frio at the SCG this weekend, so I can't imagine too much booing going on there. But I mm. do feel for Frio if they are trying to take out their frustrations yep. on somebody there, Ooh, like a, yeah. a, a, a Brayshaw or whoever it may be from. Uh, from Fremantle, who would you get under the skin of Frio? Oh, man, none of them going too well. Probably Brayshaw or Sarong. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, Frio, I don't know how they're going, to be honest. They had a good win on the weekend, but they that's the games they should be winning. But, yeah, I, I, I think 
if Frio start booing, then they're absolute morons. Well, there won't be too many of them in Sydney. I, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. Um, no. It is the hot-button topic at the moment. We will talk Lions-Carlton, and we'll talk Lions-Essendon very Ooh. shortly. But Mike is on line one out of Callum Vale. Mike, morning to you. Yeah, g'day, boys. Uh, look, I'll, I'll just give it some some uh, real perspective about Pies fans being ferals. Can, can, can I have are you, are you Are you a Collingwood fan, Mike? No, no, I'm, okay. a, I'm a no. Lions fan. Mickey. Good man. Hey, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I met Is you a few years ago outside Suncorp. Uh, very nice chat. Thanks, mate. Oh, that's um, all right. Yeah, listen, um, have a look back at Harry Mackay's speech. Um, and he congratulated both sides at different times. And when it was appropriate for Essendon and Pies fans to cheer, Pies fans, the section that I saw, they were all booing and not clapping. So there you go. Mm. There you go. No, they're, can't they're, even clap, yeah, they're well renowned for being that type of supporters, yeah. but there's, there's obviously, but, we can't throw a blanket over all, like all of them. Obviously, no, no, there's going to no, be some no, drunk I'm sections. Yeah. No, I, I no, agree. I there's obviously there was, like that. There was, a, there was a section of the crowd, and you think your own captain, great speech, mm. made a, a, a really cordial suggestion. And they stood there, didn't clap and boo, and the rest of the crowd clapped. So, hey, you know, um, <laughs> that's perspective. Yeah, it's a good perspective too. Mike, thank you for sharing it and bringing it to us. Uh, Brendan's out at Hendra. Brendan, morning. How are you listening to us this morning, Brendan? I'm just on the uh, on the on the iPhone. I'm in I'm in uh, tuned into the internet. Yeah, <laughs> good man, go, Brendan. Good man. Hey, um, guys, look, different sport. But uh, I can remember when Wally Lewis, uh, one of the greatest uh, rugby league players to ever played for, uh, certainly from Queensland anyway. Ever, yep. Um, when he, so he was representing Australia, playing for Australia in Australia and mm. as a captain, mm. but playing in Sydney, mm. he was booed. Yeah. Chance would go, Wally's a wanker. Yeah. So, look, there's moronic behaviour. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's racist behaviour. And I think we have to be very careful about trying to draw those connotations yeah. unless you specifically get someone yelling out racial abuse that you know booing I, I just know there's always been villains to crowds and there is moronic behavior but it's not necessarily racist behavior brendan thank you for bringing that up because i remember it stood out to me as a as a kid it wasn't a kid well, actually when was wally playing captain australia so it was in the yeah, yeah, late been, 90s yeah, been... yeah. Uh, late 80s late 80s and exactly wally wanker chant came out i mean Oh, that that cut deep to me because mm-hmm. yeah I get the New South Wales Queensland divide, but he's the captain of Australia of your country. Yeah, on home soil and getting booed. That that is moronic. That's moronic <laughs> I behavior. Heard, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard of that. So that's actually I'm gobsmacked. That I mean, actually happened. You, so you, put, tr- you put that little allegiance aside for one game, wouldn't you? Of course. When it's Australia v the Kiwis, which I'm sure it was, it may have been great, but Australia whoever. Yeah. Can you imagine? I can't. I can't. I can't imagine Australia Island international rules mm-hmm. and say if Buddy was captain. Yeah, getting booed as yeah. the Australian captain. That's You've got to respect start, the That's office. when you start going. Ugh. Exactly. Uh, 13, 13, 55, 0, 4, 6, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 6. Plenty to get through this hour. We'll be chatting to, and Mitch will be doing his homework on this. Australia's Queensland's newest world champion, the double world champion too. Uh, don't know what sport yet, do you, Mitch? This oh. is. You just gave it away. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No you, no, you did. Yeah, it was golf. Oh, well, don't ask for the question and then go to an ad break. <laughs> it's called a tease. It's called a setup.
Oh, no, it's not golf. I'll be schooling Mitchell in the in the break, and we'll take your calls and texts after this. Plus, 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 plus. Lions, Carlton. Oh, mm. that was a big game. It was. Quick ad break. Back and for more. <laughs> <laughs> Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Ben Davis. Yeah, 24 past 10. Thanks for your company. We are deep in it this Tuesday morning. Plenty of calls, plenty of texts on booing, uh, on Brisbane keeping magic round and barley as well. When you have a... <laughs> Robbo's eyes just light up. I was looking at my phone to yeah, head yeah. barley. Barley. Uh, during bye week, players had to do what... They please. Oh, you just go far back as um, Jordan to go, and you probably don't go to those places anymore, do you? There's so many spots in Australia to go. Why go overseas? Mm. I don't have a passport at the moment, so what, I wouldn't what, be going. What's the difference going? Oh, Bali as loose as it gets, and you're putting yourself in harm's way if you go over there. But if you go over there to like a little retreat, no, I haven't actually. Only for commentating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't leave my house. I've got no friends. <laughs> this is as close as I get to people reaction. All right. Well, hang on. Well, let's bring in, I don't know if this friend or foe, David is on the line. David, good morning. Where where are you ringing in from, David? Hi, the, the beautiful Aspley on the north side of Brisbane. How are you, John? <laughs> Going on, David? Robbo, only a couple of weeks, my friend, before we actually heckle you and do you from the <laughs> sideline, mate. And you know... And you know what us Hornets people are like over here, mate. Oh, Graham Road. The, oh, the, the mobs mate. are forming already. Come at me. I, I went to Noosa mate, and that was the worst of the worst, so I think I can handle a little old Aspie Hornets having to go at me. <laughs> mate, we're going to put we're gonna put a toll booth and collect bonuses just to come and watch you play, mate. <laughs> Oi, if I can get any more ticket sales for you for your little members area, then more than Mary, that's my job. So, uh, yeah, first two rounds when I started playing, I got booed a fair bit in Heckwood and ended up having 33 in best on ground. The second game I had 29 and 2, so... We'll see. I think Aspley all right this year, so we'll see how we go. Might have to be quiet. You know what? It's, it's, the, it's the beautiful thing about having it because Robbo and I are very similar when it comes to that white line fever and a bit of a bit of hard nosed aggression out in the field. And I'm and I'm a huge football coach over there at Aspley at the moment. And you nice. know what? A lot of us talk about on 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 the hardness and the way that Robbo played that we admire. And the only way to get back at him is just heckle him on the sideline. It's not personal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to get under his skin. No, it's actually, it's actually a good point he mentions because um, when, when I played at Noosa recently, I'll, I, that's probably the worst I've had in a long time. And after the game, because we, we won in the last quarter, and after the game, they all came up to me and like were really nice about it and say, I hope you didn't take it to heart. Like, we're just having some fun. Like, it's good to get into the game. And yeah. I was like, mate, it does not bother me. It's fine. Like, if I can do it in front of 50,000, I think I can do it in front of 10. Part of the theatre of the sport. David, thank you. Good luck. Oh, thanks, no, David. Shit. Well, if I see you after the game, make sure you come say you're the one that called us. But if I don't, then hopefully we pump you boys. Good, <laughs> Good luck to the Hornets and uh, Morningside in a couple of weeks as well. 13, 13, 55, the digits you need. All right, let, let's get on to the AFL Friday night. Yeah. Friday night, you were part of the – actually, you, you've just had some support from opposition – but what about the support you got from a former teammate? I, I want to play mm. you something you wouldn't have heard because you were in the crowd. You wouldn't have heard this oh, commentary from Friday night. Mitch Robinson enjoying being part of the viewing public here tonight. If you notice, he's got the Carlton top underneath for whoever was going to win. He reckons it's the Mitch Robinson Cup. As you can see Mitch Robinson there. By the way, the only person I think in the history of the two clubs to play 100 games for each of the clubs, which means he has uh, father-son to both clubs. 
and he's uh, he's been sacked by both clubs. So the loser of the game gets the Mitch Robinson medal. Oh. Hodgie, he's a former teammate, or is that just you know mates being mates? Ah, oh, well, that was brought to my attention pretty quickly after the game on, <laughs> on Twitter and stuff. And um, actually, one of my ex teammates heard it and he texted me, and I was like, because I didn't, I had a gut full of alcohol, so I didn't really know what was going on, but. I was a little bit flat with it. Like, I took a little bit of a personal jab. And then he messaged me after the game and said, oh, hey, mate, I gave you a bit of a pump up, but also, you know, a bit of banter and talk some crap about you. And I was like, oh, I haven't heard it yet. So then uh, someone sent it to me and I heard it. And I was like, oh, Hodge, that's a bit bit harsh. Okay. And then we made up. Like, I was like, all oh, right. no, nah, it's, all, it's all good. And like, don't worry about it. Like, it'll be good for the vlogs anyway if I use that footage. And <laughs> and I think I think we've buried that bridge, but I won't, I won't be talking to him for a good couple of weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been. He's been. Did, did, you, did you talk to him before that? Though? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, we, we text yeah. every now and then. He's a, he's a golfing golfing enthusiast, and yeah. um, he's on. You know, as a fellow SEN yes employee, so okay. I can't talk too much crap about him. But time and place, mum and dad are watching that game, and they're hurt, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been through too much <laughs> in my career, and then still get it when I finish. Nah, it's all good. I don't cry. I got thick skin, man. The Josh Dunkley medal. Uh, the Mitch Robinson medal, uh, yeah. self-proclaimed, self-bought, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. self... Yeah. Um, Look, it looks a bit wankish, but, like, this all started from the podcast, me and Zork, the Zork and Robbo show, which we're going to try and get a second, show. Second, second, second best show in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, and we're just doing our tipping, and it's like, you know what, this is actually the Mitch Robinson Cup, like, because I played 100 for both clubs. Mm. Won a BNF for Liar Lions, um, had a pretty, you know, pretty good career. And I thought, what well, it'd be pretty funny if I like if we created a medal when I go down to Melbourne and get involved with the crowd and see all the supporters from my old mob for the from the Colton Blues. And and it was honestly one of the best nights I've had in a very, very long time. So th- it was awesome that whoever won the game, I was gonna go down to either rooms after post game. Because okay. the media team both said, Yep, no no worries, come down. It'd be pretty funny. And then, obviously, the Lions won and went down, and it was a, it was a great time. Presented the medal to, uh, as we know, Josh Dunkley. He had 33 touches, 13 tackles, 11 marks, like dominated. And that yeah. was in the Mitch Robinson spirit because he's, you know, his tackling ability, got the crowd involved. I got him, like, 2,000 followers, I think, after after <laughs> the, my, la- my latest Instagram post. So, sign jumper given away. Where's the number five? Where's the number five? So... Mate, it all just fell into place. It was meant to be. The YouTube is popping off. So if anyone's listening, all you 500 people out there, <laughs> go over and give it a watch. YouTube.com forward slash Mitch Robinson 05. So, yeah, it was a great night, honestly. I had a, had a bunch of fun. And, and you know what? I might actually do another one, another vlog. I might, I might go sit with the Collingwood Cheer Squad in one of oh. their big games. Against, another, well. Oh, they got Colton, actually. Oh. Collingwood Carlton. In a couple of weeks. You're going to put yourself through that. Do you reckon I should? Text through and let us know if I should do that. We will take a camera down for that one. 0467 736 736. Just on Josh Dunkley, let's let's start talking some serious footy stuff now. Chris Fagan said, and he's watched a bit of footy fakes in his time. Yeah. One of the greatest games he's ever seen. Yeah, it's a bit of mayo. But honestly, it's a very, very good game from him. And highly rated. That was his breakout game for the club. Like He's put a lot of good games together this year. Mayo? you reckon? One of the greatest games you've ever seen. Okay. So he's on a Brownlow medalist, shuts him down, keeps him to yeah. 17 touches. Yeah. He has double that. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. But then to lay 13, to, you, you know. Yeah, you know, know. You know these Man, numbers. I used to get 30s and 15s. Like. But the touches and the tackles, they normally don't add up. No, no, no. It's a great game. I'm so I'm saying. Mm. He, he's shut down Cripper, who's struggling a little bit with the form at the moment, but he's their key player. Did, like, did a very good job on him. Like, stopping Cripper is one of the hardest jobs. I've had to do it before. Um 
like similar possession count, but it's a team effort at the same time. And the thing, the, the best thing is that he ran out the whole game, did everything right. Uh, he'll get three votes for that game for sure. So it's one of the one of the great games, best ever. No, nah, I don't know, but um, he's playing some good footy, Josh Dunkley. And I'm, I'm wrapped with it because obviously I was a little bit. Had a little bit of animosity that I left the club, like, and he had took my number. But I was very, very happy. He went to a good player, and Dunkley's a very good player for us. And they're, they're, his inclusion is making us a better team, and it's going to be uh, a good year, hopefully. But yeah, no, a little bit of mayo, but <laughs> is this this is not sour grapes for you, is it? No, nah, man, I'm a cr- no. I'm a crying, you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he's a, he's a he's a very good bloke too. So in, good in the him. in the scheme of things, so five straight. They are now yeah. into the top four. Yeah. They they kept Carlton, who granted they were playing a West Coast team that had a, a thousand plus games of experience. Seventeen hundred fifty-two to be exact. There we go, a thousand plus on the on, <laughs> the, on the on the, on the <laughs> in the change rooms. So the week before, Carlton beat that West Coast team by yeah. one hundred and eight points. Yeah, Huge. we spoke about this last week. Yeah, yeah. So Brisbane keep Carlton to one goal mm-hmm. in an hour. Yeah, between no. second and third quarter. That that is that is that is remarkable. Yeah. For a team that was, I don't care who they were playing, they still had to play an opposition. They ganged up on, they've come, yeah, Kuno's kicked nine the week before, kicked yeah. one. Yeah. That was, a, it was a great display, not just from Dunkley, but it started there in the midfield. The It allowed the defenders, your, your Jack Payne, yeah. your, your, your Harris Andrews to, it was wobbly ball coming into Carlton. They just, coming into that Carlton forward line. Yeah. They couldn't get, so it allowed everyone to dominate. Yeah, we, I spoke to Zorko last week and, and he was um, emphasizing how much, work they put in the pre-season and off-season into the defensive actions. Um, and that's that's huge for, for any team, like, to play a team that's pumped on by 108. Yeah. But records show that once – I think they're the worst in the comp for a 100-point victory and then losing the next week. So that's a little stat there for you. That's Carlton. Yeah, they're the worst in the comp. So great, great effort by the Brisbane Lions. Now, they've got to back it up again this week. But, yeah, yeah as, you, as you mentioned, the Jack the Jack Payne effect, he's having a great season and, and – you don't want to think about, you know, Marcus Adams with his concussion and being out for the year. Like, that's a very sad story. But that's given Jack Payne an opportunity to be that key defender and that second best defender in their team to mm. shut down these guys. Like, Kerno's a gun player, like, generally gun. And he's done a great job on him. And so, yeah, it starts in the midfield. As you mentioned, the, like, the surge footy they would have had to create to get into their forward line. And those boys stopping it, like, it was, it was, it was a great game. No Zorks, no Rich to oh. do it. Exactly. That that's it. That backs up against the wall. It, it was a must win for the Blues, and we could have used a few excuses if the Lions lost. So they've come out and, and put a great display on a Friday night in front of millions of people. They played mm. some great footy, and and I had them, you know, top four at the start of the year. I think a lot of people did, and you know, they might have had a shaky start. Now that Port Adelaide lost round one doesn't look so bad because Port have come very well. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're they're playing some of their best footy, and they've got a few players still out. So. <laughs> Run some numbers by you. So that Collingwood game back at Easter Thursday, yeah, 116. This is this is the Brisbane score, 116 yeah. points against North Melbourne gather round, 152 points. Giants, 108 points. Uh, Freo, 150. Basically, 100 points plus yeah. every week since yeah. Easter Thursday. That win against Carlton as well, leading into Essendon, Suns, Crows, by wins, three wins. Geez, it sets their season up really well, doesn't it? They'll be top two for the like they'll finish top two or top four. Like that's a given. Unless something dramatically goes wrong. Like last year we were flying too. And then the back back half of the season, I think we started losing a few games here and there. Mm. But they've got 
so much depth. Their VFL team at the moment is unbeaten. Six wins in a row, I'm pretty sure it is. And they've got players who can come in in a heartbeat and play a role. And they're experienced players. So I've got no doubt in my mind that if we lose a few through injury or what, whatever it may be, we've got some players down, down their list that can just go bang, come up and perform well. So... Yeah, they're going to be top four, and I had them start of the year in the grand final against Melbourne Demons, and I had Demons winning, so happily get proven wrong. But still, I'd be flat if they win a grand final. Mitch Robinson here through till 11. After that, it is the quiz, Queensland's biggest sports quiz. I wonder if Robbo's one of the answers in the quiz. I'll have to go back and have a look at that. 13-13-55, uh, it's right now 25 away from 11. Time for a news hit. Oh, 22 away from 11. Oh, I'm so, oh, yes, we're, we're lucky. I'm so glad the mics oh. aren't switched on. Oh, we don't cancel it off the bat. That's a different podcast nah. altogether. Yeah. Uh, speaking of podcasts, you can download them wherever you get your good podcasts, be it iTunes or Spotify. Just look for SENQ, click on mornings, give us a shout out, as in a like. Tell your mates, 13 13 55 736 736. The biggest quiz in Queensland, sports quiz that is, is coming up after 11. And yeah, Mitch Robinson, Mitch, you are an answer in our sports quiz. One of oh. our questions. Oh, see, I don't give the question, I just give the answer. So I've given two answers out mm-hmm. so far 2009. Yep. And Mitch Robinson. That's when I got drafted. But that's but these are two separate questions, and that's oh. not the any of the questions. Well, oh, I'm I'm in the quiz. That's the best thing. I just want to thank my sponsors, um, Toyota. Grant uh, has <laughs> just said, Ben, just to clarify my last text about Payne Haas, I, I didn't actually boo him or any other footballer. I just don't cheer for him. Yeah, Grant out of reverse yeah. cheering. There you go, and that's okay too. Make, making noise, uh, Mars. What's he said, Ben? Um, thanks, oh, Ben. Thanks for your well measured and thoughtful views on a delicate issue such as. Booing, a refreshing change compared to all the media fence sitters in the industry. What do I mean? Mars, thank you very much. Mars. Or is that mum? No, no, it's Mars. It's Mars. It's Mars. It's very, very, very nice. Very nice. Um, Love you, mum. Let me see. Uh, Mick has said, not sure why Buddy got booed, but Goods did bring it on himself. By mm. emulating chucking a spear at the bomber, faithful. No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, oh, yeah, just I don't on, want to get involved. No, 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 no. But uh, it was his retaliation, yeah. and, and and that's fine. But if you retaliate to booing, don't don't you bring more? Say say if you gave the finger, yep. or threw the ball at someone in the crowd. Yeah, that's a retaliation. Whatever Adam did, Adam did. That's that's fine. But it's a retaliation. It's Indigenous round, and it, that's he was doing a war dance. So, uh, but retaliation, I'm talking about. Did do yeah. you fuel the fire? Nah, that's mate. If you're copping it weeks and weeks and weeks and it's playing a tile when he does, he throws a gesture of a spear into yeah. a crowd. Mm. And again, I'm t- saying take the gesture out of it. It's safe if you flip nah. the bird to them. No, nah, no. Nah. Oh, yeah, if you give him the finger. Yeah. I've done it plenty of times. I did it to Richmond Shear Squad all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I mean, expect to get booed, yeah. Exactly. So if you're, you're fueling the fire, if there's a retaliation. Yeah. And I stand by that. So Richmond yeah. supporters, you can all. 13, 13, 55. Yeah. Where's my mute button? 04, 07. Oh, I've got the mute oh, button. Dear. It's the dump button. That's the uh, one we need. Hey. <laughs> Stop pressing things. You'll break it. Uh, straight after this, we're, too much coffee. We're, we're going to head stateside to talk to our newest world record holder. Not just one, but two. And he crashed through for his first tournament win to Queenslander. Love this. Exactly. What sport was it again? Golf. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Ben Davis.
Yeah, thank you for your company. 14 away from 11. The Queensland's biggest sports quiz coming up after 11. Your chance to win a double pass to Lions Essendon this Saturday night at the oh, Gabba. It's going to be a ripper. Blockbuster. Uh, it is. Ben Davis joined by Mitch Robinson for it's this hour. Back by popular demand. Well, his demand to come and let's do an hour. Uh, so that's okay. I did, I did. Because it's not just worth my time coming for 10 minutes. And look, I'll just be honest oh. with you. That's just how the person I am. Yeah. <laughs> Give me an hour and I'm bringing some serious vibes, energy, and the listeners are just waking up. Who's waking up at this time? What do you think? What uh, do you think? Teenagers. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> tradey, uh, tradey. Robbo, we're going, to, we're going to shift sports here out of the AFL realm and we're going to head overseas to speak to our newest world record holder. And not just one world record, but two. On the back of breaking those records... He has broken through for his first tournament win on the weekend. It's someone that we spoke to before they headed stateside. I am talking about Seb Twaddle, who is now part of the World Long Drive Competition. This is absolutely outstanding when you see it and when you, you hear it. What a mad That's dog. the mad thing. Can you hear? Have we got have we got something? Of, yeah, go, go, go. Yeah, Sammy Mitch, thanks for having me on, guys. Go! Let's go. Seb, Seb, oh. we're just listening to you smash this ball. The world record on this, and it's all measured in miles, 240 miles per hour ball speed. What's that of kilometres? Do you know that, Seb? Oh, I'd have to, um, I'd have to crack open the calculator for that one. <laughs> we, uh, Mate, yeah, we hey, I'll save you, I'll save, I'll save you the trouble. It's 343 kilometres an hour. Three. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Sounds a lot quicker. No, no. Wait, wait. It's three. My, my bad. Because I, because it's three hundred and eighty-seven and a half kilometers an hour. Kilometers an hour. Three hundred and eighty-seven kilometers an hour. And and where I got the three forty-three, I was trying to work out. Countries. That's bloody quick. The speed of sound is about twelve hundred k's an hour. So this is knocking on the door of a third of the speed of sound. <laughs> so, mate, no. this is we'll outstanding, Sam. We'll get that eventually. <laughs> um, <laughs> mate, how – let's bust it down for everyone listening. How do you hit a ball that hard and that fast? Yeah, so it really comes down to just all the training we put in back home for a long drive. It's um, This last off-season leading up to the World Long Drive season has just been a lot of speed training with our coach back home, Craig Parker. And yeah, we're really just pushing limits on what's physically possible. And yeah, with these um, these recent speeds, we're really yeah really knocking on the door of um, yeah just the human limit. Seb, from one professional athlete to another, it's Mitch Robinson, by the way. <laughs> um, I just want to understand. I play nine holes or just a round of golf, and my back is absolutely out of sorts, and I can't walk for a couple of days after. It's all fun and games, but. What's the what's the physical preparation you have to go through behind closed doors with the physios and whatnot, or are you just one of those lucky guys who just you know look great on camera and feel great all day every day? <laughs> yeah, so um, our physical trainer back home, Hayden Edison, he's really been a a huge reason to why we can do this physically and do it with like without injury. Touch wood, obviously. Yeah, but, um, I'm touching it. Yeah, all the stuff we've been doing in the gym, like. In the off-season, we're doing six gym sessions a week. And then on top of that, recovery, at least two hours of recovery every day. So it's, it's a lot of physical preparation to be able to, for the body to be able to move this way and move at these speeds. 
safely as well as yeah, as well as just doing it. What, what are you what are you what are you benching, Seb? What are you pushing in the gym? Oh, I'm not benching anymore. Uh, I don't bench anymore. The, oh, okay, uh, so, so what are you? Mustn't have been much then. Sorry, Seb. No, no, no. But okay, so what would be targeted uh, specific weights? Yeah. Yeah, so we've we isolated um, like certain weaknesses in the body, mm. and then so yeah, we just really targeted those sort of areas, and then with Hayden's knowledge, we've he's put put a program together, which I won't give too much away, just oh, so yeah. he does have programs out there. But um, yeah, it's he's um, he's really is a genius and one of the greatest out there. So it's um, yeah, he's made a huge difference. Now, someone that yeah, it's not not benching anymore though. Okay, so yeah, coming from someone that's not massively watching, you know, longest drive competitions around the world. We, so you're obviously a gun golfer from day one or from when you started getting into professional golf. Was it all the boys are saying, hey, mate, you are smacking this ball so far down the, the, the driving like driving range or whatever, and you said, I'm just going to go pro at this and just have a crack at longest drive. Is that how it turned out? Or you just thought, oh, this is a different type of golf you know, scenario and I might just have a crack at this? Yeah, it really was. So, I was, yeah, coming from competitive golf back in Australia, people will always say, like, why don't you go give long drive a go? And honestly, at, at first, I was like, no, I don't really want it because the goal was to always play, like, professional professional golf and, like, PGA Tour, European Tour. And, yeah, well, that was the main focus. And then about 14 months ago, I was felt like I was sort of stuck with where my golf was at and, I was, there was a long drive event coming up and I was like, I'm just going to give this a go and started training for it and instantly fell in love with it. And yeah, the results, speed wise started jumping up and that's when I was like, I'm going to commit 100% to this and see how far we can take it. And yeah, here we are today. Well, Seb, you're absolutely blitzing it. So what, 14 months into doing long drive competition, you've now taken out your first tournament in the States. Uh, that was just on the weekend, which was absolutely outstanding. Double world record holder. So in ball speed, which was the measurement we gave before at 240 miles an hour. But the other world record you've got is club head speed, which sits at 169 miles an hour or, or two, 272Ks. Like, it, it's huge. What do you win? What do you get for winning the tournament you did on the weekend? Flex on us. Yes. Yeah, so this one, I think it was, I believe it's 12,000 US. Uh, the first few events leading up to these are the Price perks are slightly smaller. Mm. Um, once we get towards the end of this season is when the television rugs start coming out. So those events are going to be a bit bigger in prize purse. And then, yeah, which leads into next season, which pretty much every event is going to be televised, and which means more sponsors coming on board, bigger prize purses. So it's, um, yeah, the sport's moving in a good direction. So it's a good time to get involved. And you are pumping it in the right direction too. Mate, congratulations. I know you took a punt leaving the Gold Coast with your, with your playing partner and great mate, Matty. You're over there on the World Long Drive Tour and it's now paying dividends uh, in the uh, last couple of weeks, mate. So outstanding stuff. But we'll be in touch, all right? As, as the tournament and everything and the event and the calendar goes on, we'll keep in touch. Seb, when, he thank comes, you. when he comes back to Australia, I'm going to hit him up to Beautiful. do some YouTube footage with him. That's okay. Well, there you go. You'll Thanks. be part oh, of yeah. Robbo's we'll, we'll vlog. We'll get you hidden the fire. Don't worry. Let's go. <laughs> Seb Twiddle, there we go. Gold Coaster, 22 years of age. Robbo, I, I reckon he may have NFL scouts looking at him because he is a big unit. We're talking 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and I reckon he weighs about 115, 120 kegs, and there's not yeah, an ounce of that's fat. That's okay. I've had him. scouts looking at me too. It's all good. Six away from 11. <laughs>